things to protect yourself um govern yourselves accordingly uh not fear or panic too much but really just just staying safe uh people do crazy things during crazy times uh that's one thing that i've learned they they will do anything during a crazy situation and so uh, you don't have to be ashamed if you're fearful because there are there are so many levels to this and so um, I'm going to get into that, but I did want to come on and just kind of give my take on it because for a while I wasn't going to say too much about it or anything about it because we we have so many voices. And especially, you know, since everybody's at home, everybody's on the Internet and we have so many voices and social media has given everybody a platform, which is great. But if you don't know how to guard yourself, uh, you'll eat from every table. And so um, I'm not one to hush anybody and this person shouldn't speak and this person shouldn't say this because it's giving everybody a voice. And that is great because it gives everybody an opportunity to hear one another. Uh, it will enlighten some people. Uh, it can bridge some miscommunications if done effectively. Social media is a wonderful tool, but you have to be responsible for guarding yourself. And so uh, I'm going to come on this platform a platform that i've been on a while and you trust me and you listen to me already so it's nothing new for me to express certain things in a certain way but uh i just refrained because hey i was guarding myself because i wanted god to speak to me instead of everybody else saying god spoke to them and then he's speaking to me because it, it it's so many people it's so many people and you have to really 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 guard your spirit uh, and, and what you intake and what you receive And so uh, I've, I've pondered a while and, and sat with it and sat on it And said you know what is all of this Because yes it's a pandemic Yes we see what we see But I'm just the type of person I'm always looking Past um, what's obvious Because if you only see The obvious You never really see the spiritual And so I know that being a Christian and being a baptized believer in Jesus Christ, there is always a way he looked at things that the people around him didn't look at it like that. That's why he had to teach it. And so I just believe it's a spiritual concept to be in the world and take what's current and then see, okay, what is the um, spiritual response to this? Because we have to live in the world. We're not in heaven yet. And most of you, you don't want to go right now or you'd be okay with the realities of the coronavirus. 
So you don't want to die. And that's the only way to live a life uh, with the Savior. And so you don't want to do that just yet. So you have to kind of balance how do I live in the world but take my spiritual insight uh, into what's going on into the world. And that's kind of just where I've been with it. Uh, and I'm not going to be long with this one, but I do I do want to come on here. I mean, y'all have time to listen to me now because you don't have anywhere to go. You're not going to work. <laughs> uh, you're, you're in the house. You're stuck in the house. You're probably cleaning your house. And so you can turn this on uh, while you're cleaning, while you get up and do your normal routine of trying to get ready, put clothes on, or take a break from your Netflix binging and just things like that. And just kind of get a different perspective. I wanted to do it on this platform rather than social media because everybody's on there and this will give you a break to kind of get off of your phone. Podcast listeners like me, I listen to it. I have at least over 100 podcasts that I tune into at uh, different times throughout the month. You know, so, so I you have the time to do it. But I'm a podcast listener, so I know that it pulls you away from your phone and from social media and you can kind of just either ride to it or you know just get dressed to it clean to it meditate to it and so i want to give you something on here i may go to facebook later i don't know uh i battle with that because i'm not one that's just trying to be seen or be heard when i say it i mean it and i want it uh to be received from a genuine place and not a platform you know, a lot of people chase platform and so they just doing it just so you can hit the like button. I want to change your life. I want to change how you see things. Uh, I want to change uh, how you think about things. And so I wanted to come on here and just be real about this. Uh, this is a different type <laughs> of uh, situation that we have. So it does breed fear and worry and I think the two are two separate things and we're merging them I haven't been afraid yet I haven't been scared yet and <laughs> but I have worried because you worry about the actions of other people I'm not really worried about money or where this is going to come from or where you know not really that or if, I, if I'm going to get sick or die man I'm still out touching stuff uh, <laughs> I'm washing my hands more you know we always wash our hands but you do it a, now it's like you washing longer you there at the sink a minute and so I'm I'm carrying sanitizer on me. I'm cautious of when I swipe my car I just touched you know the card machine and just touched the gas pump like you're, you're cautious so you're washing your hands after every little thing is what I mean you know you pump gas and you get back in your car you know, most people I've seen everybody do it. Now it's like I pump gas. You know, I go in and wash my hands and come back out and do all that. And and that's not everybody's normal routine. So uh, I just understand that I'm more cautious now. But fear, I haven't I haven't been scared. And a part of that is, uh, yes, my belief in Christ. But um, how I choose to manipulate a situation with my thoughts you know i believe i'm here for a purpose i've been talking about that since i started this podcast and so because i believe that um it's hard for me to believe that this virus is just gonna take me out and i'm done so i trust god that um he's in control of time 
he created time and space and order in Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was null and void and without form. And, you know, we know all of that. But do you know it? <laughs> and so I believe that God has placed me here for a certain season. And I do not believe my season is up just because Corona has arrived. I don't have to go because Corona has arrived. So I don't have a fear of death, but I do understand where someone may. So we need to be sensitive to the fact that everybody is not as uh, mature in their faith. They're not there yet. And that's not to downplay it, but you wouldn't always there. And so I haven't, I don't want to bash it. This is fear over faith, uh, or faith over fear. And everybody's saying, you know, you got to have faith. You got to have faith. If people were going to have faith because you told them to, they would have had it well before this virus. Because we've been saying you have to have faith, but you don't just get faith because someone spoke faith into you. That's why faith is mentioned so many times. Uh, if you read Hebrews chapter 11, the faith hall of fame, everything that happened to those people in that chapter uh it 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 weighed on them i can't say that abraham wasn't worried about taking isaac up i think he knew what he knew but it's hard making your son carry his own wood and then you lay him on it you have to be real i don't think he was afraid that God wouldn't come through or worried that God wouldn't come through. But did he have a sense of uh, a human spirit? Yes. That had to be a tough walk up a hill. <laughs> and so you have to understand that some people are, they're scared. And, and, and it's up to the people who aren't scared to reassure them through their faith. Man, it's going to be all right. Don't bash them. But just let them know if God may be trying to show you something he may not be through with you yet but you first have to believe that god is in control i'm not going to go as far as to say god sent a virus but he could have allowed it you have to be open to that you have to be open to saying if he allowed it he's in control if he allowed man to do whatever if he allowed it to evolve whatever if it's a consequence of things uh we've done in our society then god has to still allow it to affect us on this level and he can stop it when he wants <laughs> or he can or he can uh make it to where it doesn't affect his people or the people that he's called so you, it's just manipulating your mind but i don't i don't want to continue uh seeing and i know i will people bash in a fearful way you know ba they're bashing people who just aren't where they are yet and and i can tell you a lot of mine it 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 comes from previous experiences if you've lived um if you've ever been depressed i'll say this quarantine is nothing because <laughs> you isolate yourself on purpose because you don't want people to see you you don't want people to see you don't look like yourself or you haven't shaved or you haven't showered or you're just not feeling well or you or you eat alone you don't go out to eat you eat inside you don't go out to socialize some people you don't go to church when if you've ever been under the the spiritual attack 
of depression and anxiety. Quarantine ain't nothing to you. It ain't nothing to it, it. You know, so this isn't new to a person who's experienced a moment where you've had to be by yourself or you've chosen to be by yourself. So that didn't scare me. Oh, we're going to be inside. We're going to be inside. We can't go here. See, it's, it's, it's when you don't have the option to that scares you. But I can tell you, anybody who's dealt with true depression, this ain't nothing to get by yourself, to not have all the food you want. Or if you've ever been without a job or lost your job or, or, or lost, you know, a relationship and you felt like you didn't have this person or that person, this social distancing is nothing because we distance ourselves socially during times of internal crisis. So I was well prepared for this. I've done this. I know how to get by myself and sit by myself and read, meditate and pray until it passes. Because it always passes. And because I beat um, depression before, I know that it passes. And so I have the spiritual capacity now to know that every type of spirit passes. Every storm passes. So I just looked at Corona like I looked at everything else and said, I've been here before. I've seen this before. I've done the necessary during this uh, pandemic. They told us just do what you need to do. If you don't have to go, don't. That's what a depressed person does. You do what you need to do to stay alive. And some people don't make it. Some people don't. They don't do what they need to do. But most people who are not at the point or the break of suicide, they do just enough to get by. They do just wash your hands. Ain't nothing. That, that's all I got to do. They will do it just to stay alive. They will do just enough and, the, and, and, and stay isolated. So this, this wasn't new to me and I'm, I'm more equipped uh, for it doesn't bother me. And I'm an introvert too. So it really doesn't bother me, but <laughs> But you have to get to a place where you see things and then you see God in things. You have to get to a place where you see things. I see this pandemic. I see this virus. I see you running for bread. Uh, I see you taking all the toilet tissue. I see them shutting down the NCAA tournament, uh, the NBA basketball games. I see them shutting Disney World and the cruise ships down. I see this. I see them shutting South by Southwest down. I see them shutting major concerts and events. I see them closing uh, church services on Sunday and telling us to meet with 500 people or less, 250 people or less, 50 people or less, 10 people or less. Don't meet at all. I see the city of uh, Dallas and Dallas County saying you stay in. I see people losing their jobs. Not everyone is getting to work from home. Some people are being sent home and they can't work and they won't get money. So I see that. I see people, servers and people who are in the service industry and customer service industry that can't work from home. They're having to wonder where their money is coming. from. I see that. I'm not blind. And people believe that certain people, well, you, you're, you're not looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the world. I've always looked at the world, but I've always been able since, uh, Giving my life to Christ, I can see God in the world. And if I can't see him, I need to be God in the world. 
this may be a call for Christians to stand together and unite. And God may be calling us to say, I need them to see you when things in the world change. Instead of us blending in, this is our time to stand out. <laughs> We've always been called to be set apart, but sometimes God will highlight a period or a season where it's time for you to stand out in action. I see it, but I see God in it. And 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 how do I do that? A, it's a mixture uh the <laughs> of your personal experiences and your knowledge of the scriptures. Your personal experiences and your knowledge of the scriptures. And so I know that everybody can't see God in this because they haven't studied God. That's one thing I teach in my uh, no filter Bible class on Thursday nights. I teach the knowledge and wisdom of God in the Old Testament first. Before we get to Jesus, before we accept Jesus, before we understand Jesus, who sent him? Why did he send him? Who is this God? And what I love about the Old Testament is God, uh, it opens up with God and God's doing. And if you can accept and understand the wisdom of God, you gain insight and spiritual insight for times of crisis. He equipped every leader for times of crisis if they could understand and accept the spiritual insight that he gave them. Because, yes, you're going to have to go out into the world and fight a battle in the flesh, but you'll have to understand me to win. So, Joshua, fear not. You're about to take land that's yours, but it's occupied. So you'll have to fight for it in the flesh, but you'll have to meditate on me in the spirit. <laughs> Abraham, you'll have to go to a, a, a new land that I'll show you. You'll have to take Isaac up and attempt to sacrifice him. But understanding me will give you the ability to do it. See, it's one thing. To hope that God can change the situation in a matter of seconds. It's another thing to be so in tune you knew the ram would be caught in the bush. He told his son on the way up, God will provide the sacrifice. He had a knowledge of God before the crisis. Joshua had a knowledge of God. Moses had to have a knowledge of God before freeing his people. David had to have a knowledge of God before he took out Goliath. <laughs> he had to have a knowledge. The crisis was Goliath taunted Israel for 40 days. That's a season and a period of testing. He stood out and said, send me a man to fight me. And all of Israel looked at him. What we going to do? And it was David who heard him speak. And he said, he's uncircumcised. I can hear when you open your mouth, you don't have a knowledge of God and you ain't one of us. So he, it's not that he didn't see Goliath. He saw the God that wasn't in Goliath. So he was able to see Goliath 
was without God, which means I see what's there. I see what's taunting us. I understand it's a test because you don't have God and you don't serve God. David was able to see the situation and then step back and see God in the situation. So you see what's there, but then you see the presence of God or the absence of God in the situation. It's the same today. Now, my question to you is, who's God uh, talking to? <laughs> Who is this for? That's the first thing I asked when 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 Corona and COVID-19 broke. I said, who is this for? Who is this for? Who is God trying to attempt to turn? Who is God equipping? Who is God preparing? Because there is something about chaos that breeds a creativity, but it, 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 it also promotes leadership. There's something about chaos that promotes a shift and every shift has to have a leader to lead a shift. You don't just shift and go with the flow. When there is a shifting, there is a leader born. Because shifts require a leader to lead what we're unfamiliar with. And so I've been asking all week, who is this for? Last two weeks, who is this for? Because I believe that God is trying to get in touch with somebody's heart. Because what he's saying is this is the chaos before the shift and when shift happens leaders are born and so the quarantine to me is a time of preparation for the leader that God is trying to promote for the shift that's about to happen next and I don't want you to miss this caught up in the hype of social media I don't want you to miss this caught up in the hype of tissue being off the shelves and bread being off the shelves. Some people have worried every day about going to the store for food. And Jesus said, don't worry about what you'll eat, what you'll wear. He said, don't worry about these things. Only pagans do that. He said, religious folk do that. He said, don't worry about that. And so you have to develop the concept of, of, of daily bread. You hear it in the prayer, give us this day our daily bread or give us today. Give us what you'll give us today because the leader that God is prepping for the shift, he has to be able to trust with little. I have to know that you're not in it for the money, for the fame. You're not in it for greed. You're not in it because they pay you enough to go get it. I, I have to trust that you're a steward first. The quarantine is for somebody. And I don't know who it's for, but really all of us could take from it because God could shift everything you've been praying for. I thought about it like this. Let me tell you like this. Everybody said they wanted to see uh, clearly in 2020. You can't see in clutter. And so what God has done at the beginning of this year, everybody can, oh man, we losing people. We losing people. Death this and death that. And in 2020, it's not what, what we thought. This is the first time at the beginning. This is still the first quarter of this year. He's removed us from entertainment and things we love. From television, from movies, from restaurants, from clubs, bars and lounges, from school, 
from work. He said, first, I get to remove clutter so I can see where your heart is. God may be challenging you. I need to see what you treasure first before. I need to see where your treasure is. I need to see what you really miss. Before you say you want to see things my way, 2020 vision. Do you really want to see what God has for you and take everything from your old life with you? I need to see what you're willing to get up uh, and give up. Rather, I need to see what you're willing to give up and not fuss about it. Not worry about it. I need to see if you trust me with your source of income. Because sometimes 2020 vision, God will show you that job ain't for you. And you won't leave it because it pays you too much. Some of you will have to get fired. And I want you to take the quarantine so you don't have to get fired. That if you can learn to hear from God these weeks that you're out, you can walk back in and create a plan to leave. He's trying to see, can you trust me if that money don't roll in like that? Especially entrepreneurs, artists, people who create. People who your business lies on what you do, what you sell, what you promote. Do you trust me? I need to see where your treasure is and your trust based off what you don't have. And I'm not saying uh, it was wrong for us to react, but the people who acted first and went straight to the stores. Do y'all remember this? I remember like it was last week and two weeks ago they cut they canceled the nba i was watching the game i was watching the mavericks and after the mavericks game they canceled uh they said we're done indefinitely and then that very next day it was no tissue on the shelves. when they started saying nba players uh had contracted the virus and we're going to shut the games down and we're shutting the tournament now we went to the stores now we didn't go but people acted out of fear and now we had to respond Because, hey, I just need some food. I was already low on water. I was already low on tissue. I just need my my daily bread. (laughs) We had to respond because people acted that way. God separated people just right there. I need to see who the first time they hear about a panic, they'll try to store up everything that they can. I never called for that. Even when he delivered the Israelites from the hands of Pharaoh and and they were thrust into the wilderness, He gave them manna and told them not to keep it. I just need to know that you will trust me because if you will trust me to drop this, what you don't even understand or know what it manna meant, what is it? You don't even know what I'm going to give you, but it'll be enough to sustain you. I need to know if I can trust you to trust me with your needs. You'll trust me when you get in front of a giant. When you get in front of an army, when you get in front of Jericho, when you get when you fight battles that you know you're supposed to lose because he thought enough of us to supply our food source. I know he'll give us victory over you because I was eating something and I didn't even know what it was. And if he can trust me and I can trust him, trust will get us to the next battle and the next battle and the next battle. And soon we'll win the war. We have to trust each other. God wants to trust you and you need to trust him. This is part of a relationship. Can I trust you when you don't have what you used to have? Can I trust you when you don't have the means to get it and you have to rely on me? So when I become the source, 
See, when you look at me as a source, because most of us, we believe that we everything is, is, a, is a resource, but we don't treat God like he's the, the source. So we believe we're getting, getting it ourselves. But the truth of the matter is God is the source and everything comes from him. It's a resource. So God is pointing us back to the source. And if you can trust me as your source, you have all power. And it's going to take a quarantine. It's going to take a testing for people to understand God is trying to prove who's who. By what you miss. By what you don't have. By how comfortable comfortable you are staying in a house. This ain't the time really to just sit and watch Netflix. You should want to hear from God every day, every morning. I said the other day on my Facebook account, log off and get your peace. Social distancing was for you. And it wasn't about a virus. In the flesh, yes. But in the spirit, you need this time. You need this time away from your church building. We are the church. So we can't never take a break from each other. You can still call your prayer partners. You can still call everybody in your small group. You can still have prayer. We saw with technology, we can still have a full service. But I needed you to maybe look at it from a different perspective. Because y'all have all these buildings and it's so comfortable. You ain't never been the church that had to even worry about where you're going to worship. And so worship has become just routine. I need hearts. And in order for me to have hearts, I need to get them by themselves. Will they worship me in their home if it's just husband and wife? <laughs> if it's just mother and kids or father and kids. Can the man in that home lead the worship? We made it easy for people to tune into a live. But God may be saying, I want you to lead your home. Shut the computer off. Shut the live off. Can you lead the service? And if you like, do your children know your voice? We ain't got to worry about nothing because I know my daddy will get in here and make sure we know the word of God. Make sure we commune as a family. I know my husband will do this. I know my wife isn't worried about church because she trusts me with this. This was a call. And all we did was get on there and argue about. Uh, they gonna shut the doors or who ain't having church or you don't have faith if you don't want to come in here I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you see things and then see God in things God didn't even put these buildings up you wanted it was your building fun? and it's not wrong because it serves a purpose but what God is saying is when I go through a season in a period where I want to see a heart I don't need that. So when you look at it from one perspective, you just mad you can't go in the bill. Oh man, I gotta go to church. Some people, we still gonna go. Then they ain't wanna go to work. <laughs> they they glad to work from home, but we gonna go in here because you think it's about that. Gotta be pleased because I made an attempt to go to work. Gotta be pleased because I made an attempt to go to church. Gotta be pleased because I trusted them. Mm -mm. God wants your heart 
when they say the doors are shut and you start thinking strategically, how can it still work out? Because <laughs> truthfully, you've never thought about them closing it, saying, hey, the government saying, hey, we don't want that many people meeting. Nobody can meet. You'll take a fine. You never thought about that. It's been a privilege. Some of you never used online before. Thank God that somebody created it. And God may be calling creators. What can you do? Different? How can you do this? He may have given us less to see where we could come up with the more. I'm telling you, it's about a shift. And I'm not making it up. I don't want you to think, uh, I think I'm a prophet. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if you look into your Bible or the text, if you look into uh, the law first mentioned, the first time God mentioned something, is how he feels about it. If you look into the text, the first time we see a world of chaos is Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, verse 1. And then it says the earth was without form. The earth was a dark mass. The earth uh, was chaotic. It was a big mess. And then God said, let there be light. God shows us the first step. I talked, I talked about this in my Bible class. God taught, he, he taught us through his strategy. He said, the minute you see chaos, don't speak. Don't speak on the chaos. Speak on the solution. He said, the earth was without form. The earth was chaotic. He said, let there be light. <laughs> the first thing he did was create light to drive out darkness. And in order for him to complete his strategy, the first thing he did was create light. That's the first thing God did. And what he's showing us is you don't have to speak on what you see. Oh, it's a mess out here, y'all. Oh, they doing everything. Oh, it's a, oh, we're going to get sick. Oh, they got to wear it. Oh, you start seeing Corona and that's all you talk about. And God said, not one time did I mention the darkness. I just mentioned the light. And it's funny that that's the first reference that you see God uh, speak he says let there be light and then later on in the bible you hear you are the light Jesus is the light of the world you are the light be a light like a city on a hill light you hear everything about a light because every time there's chaos we need to insert the people who are light structures who don't have to worry about seeing darkness they just want to implement light sources in other words when I see chaos I need to put Jesus in God said before that <laughs> this is how I'm going to start this, sh this shift I'm going to put light in and then he created uh, time time and space he separated waters and sky he, God took his time and separated he created time. So he managed time and the rest of his creation was managed on this day, on this day, on this day, on this day. 
and you're in quarantine, what are you doing on day one, on day two, on day three? He's, he's giving you the blueprint. I need you to manage your time well. And he knew you couldn't do it on the clock at work. He knew there was chaos in your marriage, in your relationship. He knew there was chaos between you and your, uh, your boyfriend and your girlfriend. He knew there was chaos in your parenting. He knew there was chaos in your relationship with him. He knew there was chaos in your career. And he said, I need you to speak light and I need you to divide your time. I need you to divide time of how you're going to fix the situation. <laughs> you missed it because you don't read Genesis 1. You missed it because we run past Genesis, we really, we run to know Cain and Abel and Noah and then we run into Abraham and then we can't wait to get to uh, the children of Israel. But you have to understand the knowledge of God before you understand how he conducts himself with the children of Israel. See, after Genesis chapter one, when you get into the two trees, there's two, there are two trees, the tree of life and the tree of of the knowledge of good and evil and what's harming a lot of you right now is you would rather take the tree of knowledge than a tree of life and so when when you have the knowledge of good and evil you forfeit a life with God that was the battle of the two trees you trust this tree you trust what you know about being good and evil if I can solve it if I understand knowledge of good and evil if I know what's right and what's wrong I can govern myself uh, apart from a life fully dependent upon Christ Fully dependent upon on God I, I can take this tree over that Because I trust what I know And I can govern myself based off what I know And so you automatically forfeit The life that just depends On the life with God It was the tree of life Or the tree of your knowledge of good and evil and so right now, our knowledge is at stake because we don't know where Corona came from. COVID-19 is a strain of the coronavirus that they don't have. Come on. They're telling you, we don't know how to treat this one. And when you don't have that knowledge, you run into panic because you've already forfeited your life, your tree of life. You eat from this tree of knowledge. And when that don't work out and you don't understand something, you're wandering in a panic. What did Adam and Eve do when they realized they were naked? They panicked and put leaves on themselves. They turned on each other. They covered themselves from each other. And it was God who had to step in and say, if you had just trusted me, I have to bail you out of chaos. That's a whole nother thing. So let me get back on the strategy that I was on. God, God said, let there be light. Then he divided his time and his space. That's your quarantine. That's why you are where you are. You can't do it from work. You can't do it from work. That, 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 that's why it's the way it is. And you're sitting up worried about the food you don't have. And you haven't even looked at God has given me time. Maybe I should be fasting. We're still running to stores trying to get more food. And God might be saying just fast. I got you. You're binging movies, but you're not talking to your partner. You're catching up on all your shows and your series that's going to be here. When Corona leaves, those shows will still be here. Will your relationship stand? And I can tell you conversations are hard. 
But will your relationship stand? Will your marriage stand? Will your kids respect you? Will it stand? I'm trying to give you time to fix certain things before the shift. Because I said earlier, every shift requires a leader to lead the shift. Sometimes leaders have broken areas that they have to fix before the shift. And, it, and I'm about to shift some things. That's why it's chaotic out here. I'm about to shift it. And I want you to lead the shift, but you can't lead it with that broken marriage. You can't lead it with the secrets you have in 2019 that you haven't told. Her. Some of you came to God expecting him to do things in 2020. And you weren't even honest with the people around you about 2019. You didn't ask for forgiveness. You didn't ask for repentance. You didn't go back to him and say, I wronged you. You didn't even tell God, I'm sorry. You didn't tell God or the people and you went in expecting blessings. <laughs> like God can really elevate you. I didn't say you couldn't serve in your capacity because gifts are given without repentance. I said elevation. So you can stop serving on the same level. Some of you went in. I want to see 2020. Right. You, you didn't even clear 2019. This is what he's doing. I'm getting you with yourself. I'm getting you by yourself. I'm getting it with just y'all. I'm getting you alone away from the people. It's not about germs. It's not about uh, disease. It's not about an immune system. That's what the world is saying it is about. And it is from that perspective. But from the spiritual pr perspective, just like with Passover, it wasn't, a <laughs> it wasn't about, about animals and blood. I was separating my people. The plagues wasn't about flies, gnats. In the flesh it was, but I'm separating my people. I'm about to free my people. So you only see it one way. And some of you are going to miss the season of quarantine and how it could have benefit you because when you come out you're going to be sick and have high blood pressure from eating all your snacks you're going to come out a diabetic you're going to come out with a disease that's not corona because you didn't treat yourself right you sat on the couch and watched TV and ate and what God is saying is in Genesis chapter 1 I couldn't plant the vegetation I couldn't plant the crops because I didn't have man to manage it. God knew all of the time that the answer to a chaotic earth was man to manage it. God knew that the answer to the chaos in chapter two was creating the Adam and the Eve. He needed managers for the earth. Anytime people mismanage, there's chaos. But he had to wait until they developed. He put everything here and said, I can't, I don't, I can't do this one thing. I can't put the crops in. I believe that's Genesis chapter two, verse five, because man isn't created yet. I shifted the earth because I was about to promote my greatest creation to run and rule Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 let them rule let them have dominion <laughs> and it's during the times of quarantine 
that you see that God is trying to develop the managers for the shift that's about to take place after chaos are you going to be ready when this passes do you even believe it's going to pass are you so caught up in what you don't have and where you can't go this is important and I don't mean to be away when I say shut your phones off but you're going to have to because if you don't you're going to get caught up and you're not going to be ready to manage when the chaos is over and when the shift happens he'll have to go on without you that's a tough reality for some people some people are just on vacation right now and that's okay some people are <laughs> are just ready to get back out get back out and do what you begged God for a greater 2020 uh, 2020 I said 2019 you begged him for 2020 you begged him for this Lord I want to see it help me see uh, my, help my vision let my family prosper. Let me do out. Are you the person for that? Or was there a mess in your life? Well, I'm going to promote you. And you're, you, you don't manage well. You don't manage your time well. You don't manage your body well. You don't make the decisions that say you want 2020 vision and you want my blessing on it. You don't talk to people right. You don't forgive. You don't even ask for forgiveness. You don't sow into people. You still deal with jealousy. And you don't ask me to help you. You steal and you rob. Because you won't sow into people. You take and take and take. You're a taker. And I didn't put you here to be there. Like your purpose. It doesn't require you to take trust. Because you don't trust me. So you take. And you take more than you need. Because you don't trust me. But I was supposed to bless you for 2020. I'm taking this quarter. And this is a rough first quarter. This is a rough start to the year. Because I need to know. That in the second half. Who I can really provide the visions to that they ask for. I have not planted the vision yet. I didn't plant the vegetation in you yet. The reason you don't have it yet. Because you're not the manager for it. I can't shift your life. And you're the same. You ought to be glad you ain't working right now. For, for the people who lost their jobs. I feel you. But what I can tell you is God may be trying to show you what this next phase of your life is going to be like while he creates and forms in you the person that don't have to work for nobody. I need to see if you'll break right now. 
I'm not saying it, it, it ain't going to be some rough nights. I'm not saying you ain't going to cry sometimes. I'm not saying they didn't do you wrong. What I'm saying is God is bigger than all of that. But he has to see how you respond when they say, I'm sorry, but we can't, we can't pay you. Before you commit to the next 10 years for somebody else, I took you away from it during quarantine. And I need you to decide, do you want that or do you want this? And this is going to be a little uncomfortable. Wilderness was uncomfortable, but it was necessary because they wasn't ready. Some of you ain't ready to just jump from job to entrepreneurship. He said, I could take Israel a shorter way, but they've never fought before. And if they see a fight, they'll run. So I have to prepare them in wilderness. And that is uncomfortable. Some of you have just entered wilderness. Because he has to prepare you for the fight that involves your purpose. And that's uncomfortable. And this quarantine is showing you how uncomfortable this next chapter of your life is about to be. But if you're going to be the leader of the shift that happens in your life, you'll have to manage your trust. You have to manage your time. You have to manage your resources. You have to manage your money. You have to go on daily bread. You have to pray more. You have to study more. You have to study God more. You have to meditate day and night because the battles are coming. And the trick to winning is meditation. This ain't deep. This just real. It was chaos on the earth. And the answer to that was God making a way for leaders who can manage it properly. Chaos is just a form of mismanagement and crisis breeds creativity because leaders are innovative. Do you realize we, we are never innovative when things are good? <laughs> you ride out the wave of the goodness. You never think like I could do this and it could be better. It could be better. You only think about better in a season of worse. Your brain for people like me, like my brain is just going just running I ain't even really writing down all the ideas it's so many sitting and thinking about what you can do and what you can form and what you cre can create I want to manage what I ask God for at the end of the year I asked him for 10 years in advance can I manage it though I'm going to leave you with that because I can sense that this won't be over for a while. It's not just going to end tomorrow. We have entered a season. And so I want to be a voice for you in this season. So I think we'll talk a lot more about this because this is what's going on. And so I'm going to drop it right here. Like it rate it share it review it give it to somebody give it to somebody if it comes to it hey i'll i'll get on facebook live and say the exact same thing i said but i just wanted to come in another lane get you off your phone a little bit 
so you're not distracted. I encourage you to see what you've mismanaged and ask yourself, God, create in me a manager's heart so I can lead the shift when the chaos is done. Y'all be blessed. Y'all come back. Like I said, share this, like this, rate this, review this, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, follow my Instagram. I have an Instagram for the Gift Gifted Connection podcast, the Instagram for myself, and the Instagram for the Bible study that I host on Thursday nights uh, in Dallas or Mesquite, Texas. So if you're in the Dallas area, come out Thursdays at 7. I post it uh, on my page. I post it uh, on my Facebook. The address is there. Uh, we've been going strong for almost two months. So, you you know, <laughs> it's not that you're behind, but we've covered a lot of ground. And so we, we and we and we plan to go higher. And I want you, I want to see you there. Uh, if you're in the Dallas area and you haven't come out to the No Filter Bible Study, I will post everything on all three pages. And when quarantine is up, I want to see. You. I want to see my Dallas people. Because this is proof that the stronger we are in the word, we're better equipped for crisis. And so God put it on my heart to teach. To teach, we eat, we teach, we love on each other, we pray for each other, we come back and do it all over again. So if you're in the Dallas area, Thursday nights at 7 p.m. in Mesquite, Texas, come out to No Filter Bible Study. Uh, we don't. We go. We start at set. We try to start on time. So y'all come out on time. <laughs> and 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 really, if you're not going to come to that, find some kind of community that will encourage you to get in your word and not just go to church. That's my main thing. Wherever you are in life, find a community that can encourage Bible. Bible because that's what's going to sustain you and I know some people get lost in churches and I'm not here to <laughs> go into that but wherever you are you have to take a responsibility to study study church is good for the fellowship it's good for the worship but I know people who are sacrificing study for church if your church does both I'm not talking to you but you are responsible for it you are in charge of it. you don't have to leave your church or quit your church but when you go home you need to be in charge of what you what you're studying especially men and fathers that's on you it's not on your pastor it's not on your preacher it's not on the deacons and elders. It's on you. It's on you. So y'all take that. Like I said, uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. And I'll see y'all next week.